We're live. Welcome to another fabulous installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the supplement engineer. Joining me as always is my international band of brother today. We don't have brothers yet. We have brother in Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition. How's it going, my friend? You look gorgeous as ever. Thank you so much. I finally shaved. I look good. You know what? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stay young and healthy. Uh, I don't know about the healthy. I don't know about young either. Young, so. young. <laughs> I, I, this is going in a completely different direction. Can we restart? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so how's, how's the weather in Jersey? How's the business going and everything like that? Uh, hectic, but calm. Everything is good. Uh, mm -hmm. The weather, it's warm, but I don't know, kind of like muggy and weird. I don't know. I'm not enjoying yeah. it. But I'm enjoying the, the warm part. But everything is good. Uh, you know, we just released over the top, obviously. How is that? Uh, better than I expected. Better because uh, I expected it to be a little bit more like, you know, for geeks like you and me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, it's definitely, I think it, 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 it got a lot of noise and it got a lot of attention. You know, at the end of the day, I think that people don't want to spend a hundred bucks on the supplement. Uh, but, you know, I think that uh, when... I think that our customers, they know what they're doing, you know, with yeah. the formulas and everything else. And I think we developed that base, that that uh, that following, that kind of like a, I hate that that name army, but I guess it's it's suitable here. So it's like an yeah. army of followers that they expect certain things from us. Mm -hmm. And I think we're delivering. So nobody's bitching about the price. People understand that it's a fully loaded thing. So I think that from that perspective, it's it's no problem. So I think like we're already thinking about more flavors and kind of like, going with it and probably sticking to it and maybe even making it better in the near future. Yeah. My, my question is when, so you already have cluster bomb, which is mm -hmm. the carb powder, you've got Enigma and you've got chainsaw, which are both uh, amino formulas um, with, with some other bells and whistles attached to it. It's not, they're not just by themselves. So my, my question is, you know, what um, do you see that cannibalizing or, you know, what's I'm, I'm trying to attack this from the consumer's point of view. So you've got this completely full-blown formula. That's everything all in one. And then you've got these other things where you can kind of mix and match your own stack. And now over the top has a few other additives that you're not going to get, even if you stacked uh, cluster bomb with Enigma or with chainsaw. But I guess, how do you go about getting that to the consumer? Do you think there's going to be any confusion or uh, on the consumer's part with that thing? You see, that's what I love about what we do on the final scoop. We kind of like, uh, not criticizing necessarily, but we kind of like throwing a little curveball at a pawn, and I love it because yeah. it's fair. Um, it's a fair question. It, there is already a confusion to a very small extent. I expected a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it all boils down to like, you know, there is four co-hosts on the final scoop. Uh, Shane eats chicken. He's boring as fuck. You know, you a little bit more diverse. You like vegetables and stuff like that, that yeah. he doesn't like. I think we have to realize something that we're catering to different consumers. You know, mm -hmm. I do, and I don't really give a fuck what people think. I think we're the best company when it comes to pre-workouts. The reason is, is we're offering something that nobody does. You want something strong, assassin. You want something strong, but, you know, reasonable, you have hooligan. You, you want something mild, you have Lionheart, which mm -hmm. can cater to pretty much uh, anyone. And my personal favorite pre-workout as of right now, you want non-stem strong pump, you have uh, uh, bare knuckle. You want something that has no flavor, but can be added to a product like Lionheart or maybe Assassin, mm -hmm. but don't necessarily have a lot of pump. Now you have Bloodsport. So I think that, you know, we don't do 100,000 per flavor or per skew because we are not that kind of a company. Yeah. And I don't think we ever will, nor do I think we should be. 
but mm -hmm. uh, we cater to everyone and we're trying to expand our horizons a little bit. Look, I know you're a huge fan of Apollo Nutrition and you've been a fan from day one. You're also supporting Apollo Nutrition. You're also involved in Apollo Nutrition from, uh, from formulations to content and everything else. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest, because that's the only way we, we know how to do things. You don't use all Apollo Nutrition products. Not only that, you also have your favorite products that maybe are not exactly my favorite. So yeah. now we catering to you, but we also catering to me. So I think there is a confusion to an extent because some people ask, well, what's the difference between Enigma and uh, Over the Top? I mean, there is a huge difference, nevertheless. Yeah. They just share, um, you know, a couple of ingredients, but not everybody wants to use carbs, uh, you know, but there are people who are like saying, you know what, I want to use Enigma, but I'm also buying Clustered Extra. We cannot cater to everybody, just not humanly possible, but we can, uh, we can cater to different pockets of consumers re uh, requesting or wanting different products. Uh, another example would be Chainsaw. Chainsaw is not doing phenomenal in retail space. Why? Because everybody wants Enigma. Everybody wants the full spectrum aminos, EAAs, and all that. So mm -hmm. Chainsaw is not going to do phenomenal there, but Chainsaw does phenomenal direct to consumer. People that, you know, don't want to fucking drink just water because let's be honest. I mean, we know BCAs are not necessary. I mean, yeah. again, let's be honest, but fucking chainsaw tastes amazing. It's not too expensive and you will get your hydration. You will get your electrolytes and you will get some BCAs. So you do get benefits, but it's not something that's necessary. So now your water tastes better and there are elements of benefits that you can get that otherwise you wouldn't. So you have to cater to different. I mean, I think Apollon got to that point where it's no longer a hooligan and 50-50 formula X and creatine because mm -hmm. that's essentially how we started. Right. So I think keeping expanding and keeping catering to different consumers is a key. Will over-the-top sell as much as Enigma? No. It's expensive, it's fully loaded, and it's not for everybody. Will it sell as much as Hooligan? Fuck no, that's not possible, but it doesn't have to. So when we go and we order from a manufacturer, we'll order a couple of thousand of units, but it's not going to be nearly the same amount that we're going to order Hooligan, nor will it move at the same rate. Cluster Dexter and Cluster Bomb, I believe we ordered either 2,000 or 2,500 units a year ago. Are we still then refill? I just reordered it now. But Assassin, we probably sold tens of thousands of units. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, you cater to different needs. Interesting. And then it's basically you, because you are working with a pawn. Now, Carolina's probably going to be on your ass, and she's going to say, well, Robert, explain <laughs> to the consumer what's the difference between yeah. over, uh, over the top and Enigma, and I'm pretty sure you already dealt with her on that spec. It's going to be next week's article. Write an article. No. How's this different from Cluster Bob Smartass? And, and, and I didn't know. I literally had no idea because you guys are dealing, you, know, you and I are we, we talking geek stuff about the yeah. formulations, but I had, had no idea. But, you know, I just guessed it. I figured out she's probably going to be on your ass about it. Probably. So, I mean, we, we released one yesterday, or I sent her one this week, kind of breaking down what actually is all in over the top. We'll probably have a follow-up on it here in a week or two saying what's the difference between this first cluster bomb or this first enigma just to help kind of the, the average consumer differentiate. I mean, they see a list of 38 ingredients. How are they supposed to know? What you know, short of you see a big ass giant tub here that says aminos, carbohydrates, intro workout fuel, and you see this other thing that says you know fully dosed amino, you know inclusive intro workout and all of that stuff. So 
which is uh, yeah. a fair question. Listen, I yeah. just got a question. Uh, you know, things like sometimes they annoy me, and that's when I turn to you because mm. I, I just don't have the patience for it. On the other hand, I don't understand. Somebody just sent me a question like, uh, what is better, Chaos or Shogun? You know, I mean, I, I, can't, I, I can explain maybe to the differences, but what's better, I don't know. Like, right. for example, even between me and Marina, we live under the same roof. I prefer Chaos. She prefers Shogun. Yeah. You know, it's a matter of needs and a matter of dif uh, of preferences. Welcome, Shane. How are you doing? Can, can you hear me all good? I can hear you okay. superbly, it's not, sir. It's not shitty? Not shitty yet. Okay, not shitty not yet. yet. <laughs> so, yeah, what's going on, man? How are you? Good. Let's get this enclosure now. We're going to go. We're going to go like this. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that uh, it doesn't look all... Because yeah. the angle's different. You can see more of my shirt now. There you go. Do you, do you like my shirt? Outstanding. Outstanding. It's my, it's my daughter. Lord Shane has graced us with his present. Yes, he has. Thank you for tuning in, Mitch. And hello, Chris. Uh, Reminds me, Chris, uh, sometimes people have issues getting comments in on YouTube, so it always helps if we remind people that we're also live streaming at the same time on Twitch as well. So if you can't get your comment in on Supplement Engineer YouTube, check out Supplement Engineer on Twitch.tv, and you'll be able to uh, interact with our lovely faces on that platform as well. I, I, have, I have a question, and this, this came up with, with me and my wife the other day. Mm -hmm. and she was baffled by what I considered it. And so... Uh, there's a thing I've always called it a ghost poo, and so like, see, so you're looking confused. It, to you, what is a ghost poo? If you had to guess, if you don't obviously have any reference to it, I, I'm assuming it's, it's you poop, but then it like shoots down the toilet and you don't actually yeah. see it. See, Nikki, fuck, I told you. I'm I'm assume like I'm inferring. I've heard the term before, but I've never had like an actual definition. Oh Not yeah, even so how I, that happens. I mean, I've never had that. Happened to me, I think. Dude, it's happened to me a few times. And I did one the other day, and I said to Nick, and I said, man, I did the craziest ghost poo. I took a shit. And I'm like, it must have just fucking died. I don't know, bro. But one came out. I know it came out. Yeah. felt it. I turned around. Mm -hmm. It just gone. Didn't, I was like, I was like, how, how, did, how did this happen? But it definitely happened. Um, and Nikki was asking the same thing. She's like, how does yeah. it happen? I was like, I feel like it has to be the right weight to, to buoyancy ratio to just go under and then just maybe float up the other side. So you got to have some kind of force, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> Do you I find that you mentioned last week that there's more water in American yeah, toilets? Yeah, this so this was my point. This was my point. I was like, I must yeah. have done it. I must have been pretty good to do one in America because yeah. So does it happen more frequently in America than in New Zealand or vice versa? Well, let's just say I've 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 done one in the past three weeks that I've been here. Yeah. Which I don't do one every three weeks in New Zealand. So who knows? Maybe. But either way, Nikki, Nikki's the description was that, um, and she's not wrong because I looked it up and this is, it's when you take a shit and then you wipe and there's nothing. It's clean as clean as a whistle. Just no leftovers. It's just no need to wipe. But yeah. I said this, that's not really a ghost poo because you can see the bitch in the toilet. So it's not, he's not a ghost, is he? He's there. He just didn't leave footprints. That's my. I was like, that's not technically a ghost, is that's it? That's true. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. I feel. See, yeah, I don't know if that, I mean, it. 
I I mean that 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 kind of makes sense. I see where she's coming from because there's I no see evidence. It. You know, it's not a real ghost. The ultimate ghost would be if it went down there and, and wiped, no wipe. Mm. Yeah, then there's nothing yeah. there. Then you've got nothing. That's. I feel like that's a uh, cold case. I feel like that's not really that is. <laughs> a cold case. Get the snake from the plumber. And get it, there's no evidence. <laughs> there's no. There's, it but never happened. Like, the um, when dogs go poop, they don't do anything. Like it's just. They drop and then they run off. There's no wipe in there and they're fine. They're not getting yeah, but shit obviously, all over your couch obviously, you know that you wipe. So it's a, it's a surprise when you yeah. wipe and there's zero. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I was just curious. Me and Nikki were talking about, yeah. as you do, at one in the morning. I think it was. Yeah. She was. And there's nothing else she, to discuss. She was fascinated. She was, I don't, How does that even happen? I was like, look, dude. I doubt there's going to be a scientific study as to how the poo shoots down the fucking thing. <laughs> I don't, th- I don't think the latest guys at the university are working on that. Probably not. There's, there's probably more people investigating creatine than there are phantom poops, which is, true to say, few and far between. But I would have to admit the phantom poop is much more fascinating. Yeah, we, we've, we've pretty much beat uh, creatine into the, the dirt as far as understanding what it does and how it's proven to be effective. Yeah. So. Phantom poop is luck of the draw. You may do one, you may not. You don't know. That's true. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what kind of food I need to eat to achieve it, but... Anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> as we were saying, we were uh, discussing over the top with uh, Robbie, and this actually brought up a good thing. Mitch brings up a good question: How are supply chains doing for manufacturing? And this was so over the top's coming in in a fairly hefty size tub, just based on the amount of servings in there and the scoop size. So, did you have any particular challenges finding the right size, uh, you know, tubs for this, Robbie, or anything like that? No, it's a two-pound container, pretty much. You know, I mean, if you think about it, we were not surprised at all because the uh, cluster bomb that we have, it's actually identical size container, mm-hmm. but it weighs three and a half pounds. So that was, uh, that was absolutely no mystery. We knew from the beginning that that's what it's mm-hmm. going to be. Um, the scoop was an issue because, uh, as you know, Apalm is one of those very rare companies. We don't do one scoop and two scoops. You know, when we do pre-workouts, because I feel weird about it. It's just, just not my cup of tea. If mm-hmm. a full serving is a full serving, then, you know, to me, it translates into one scoop. And uh, we always done that. If you want a half a serving, then you get a half a scoop, not one scoop and two scoops. But that's just like nitpicking. I mean, I'm not saying that somebody is right and somebody is wrong. Mm-hmm. With this one, because the serving size is 75 grams, I mean... To find a scoop of that magnitude was a little bit of a challenging and not very comfortable. So we had to settle for two scoops for one full serving. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. Other than that, there were absolutely no issues finding containers or anything like that. Um, the supply chain, um, there was a bit of an issue because initially mm-hmm. we want um, we wanted to do the Korea Pure. But because of an issue with the supply chain, and especially Korea Pure being, we had to settle for creatine monohydrate, which I know in, from your perspective, it's no big deal. You know, so uh, I think actually creatine monohydrate is more expensive, right, now than Korea Pure. But uh, yeah, other than that, there was absolutely no issues whatsoever. And uh, we're considering, I mean, Shane knows about it. Um, we're considering switching manufacturers for the next run and perhaps adding more flavors and everything and i just talked to them yesterday and you know we on schedule there shouldn't be any issues i don't i don't think that we had any issues with supply chain to be honest with you other than also it was brought up on thursday 
there was one time for Shogun, we had to wait for area Durantis for, um, I think for a couple of maybe months, there was a delay. So that was the only thing that we had an issue with. Um, other than that, also nothing. And I guess speaking of, uh, you know, area Durantis, there was something that uh, I was contemplating bringing up, um, you know, that has to do with ingredients. So, uh, on a certain, and there is only one channel that could bring it us bring it us up. There was a discussion uh, on Instagram that a lot of people actually reached out for obvious reasons, and they wanted my perspective on it um, regarding illegal ingredients or gray area ingredients used by manufacturers. And uh, it was basically stated that um, things like hygienamine and hordenine, if uh, if a company is uh, if the company is using those ingredients, then they not manufactured in a CGMP facility. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, exactly. That's so true, I don't think. absolutely not true. Um, the thing is, is that to be honest with you, I wanted to ignore this, but because we do have two or three products that do contain hygienamine and hoardinine, I wanted to bring it up because I feel like it's, well, I don't want to say it's an attack, but I think it's definitely something that uh, that needs to be explained and it needs to be addressed because it's simply not true um, and it's a very hypocritical statement. I'm not going to name the channel this time around because I feel like I've been giving the channel a little bit too much of uh, unnecessary publicity that I feel they don't deserve and everybody knows who it is regardless. So if uh, the name comes up, then it comes up, but uh, not necessarily needed to be repeated again and again and again. But the subject does need to be addressed, specifically the person who decided that he is a sub bouncer or whatever the fuck he calls himself these days, uh, is making very, very inaccurate statements and i'm actually looking forward to meeting him in person and discussing it because uh spreading lies in the industry um is definitely can be i don't think he can hurt uh certain brands but i think they can be very hurtful especially when they inaccurate and it's also a defamation of character of certain companies which is a very fine line that should not be crossed for many reasons whether it's personal or legal you cannot make accusations and throw a curveball at companies saying that they don't manufacture in cgmp facilities i manufacture with three uh currently manufacturers all three are cgmp certified two of them are nsf uh uh three of all three of them are actually you know you can get a kosher certification obviously if your ingredients meet the, the requirements so to speak um so those things are not true also hygienamine and hoarding as of late actually have been taken off of the advisory list that's also pretty much you know public information so they can be used uh on the other hand a channel cannot make those claims uh especially considering that only a few months ago one of the companies that they were collaborating with have used those very ingredients. They have used those very ingredients and uh, the particular channel was endorsing them, saying that it's the best hardcore fat burner on the market, which was also a misleading and highly questionable remark that was obviously sponsored. Uh, and when something is sponsored, I guess, you know, we can overlook certain things. But once again, if somebody thinks that I'm going to sit down quietly and be politically correct 
uh, and just taking it, I will not take it. So right now I'm going to address it once and for all. Stop making inaccurate accusations and those who are kissing ass and also commenting, yeah, 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 it's right. Well, it's not right. It's wrong. Um, don't appoint yourself to be somebody who you're not. And be very, very careful what you're saying because somebody like me, I cannot say for, I cannot speak for any other companies, but I will not be sitting quietly and taking it. If you go after my family, if you go after my livelihood, if you go after my brand that I take tremendous pride in, and you're going to make accusations, and if you're going to especially make inaccurate false statements, I will have to address it and we will deal with it. So consider this a warning because you know exactly who you are and everybody does know. Do not make false accusations just to get the likes or maybe to get the views. Because if somebody is going to sit quietly, not this guy. I will definitely not sit quietly and there will be consequences for lies. So I think that and if somebody doesn't know, just verify that information. Because we're dealing with supplements. Yes, there are companies who are manufacturing illegally. I'm not disputing that and I'm definitely against it. They manufacture illegally, they manufacture in illegal facilities, they manufacture in bathtubs, they do proprietary blends that I never agreed with um, and they do spike products with illegal substances. Just because somebody doesn't collaborate necessarily or hire you to do content does not mean that you can uh, just classify everybody under you know, the same umbrella because it's just simply not true. And for everybody else, just make sure that you do your own research. And it's actually very, very fun, uh, easy to verify. There are a lot of very reputable channels. There are also a lot of reputable people, um, knowledgeable people who know this shit, who know how to, uh, how to formulate and do understand ingredients. Um, as you can see, I'm not being aggressive. I'm not cursing. I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as I can be, but uh, only one time. Second time, if it comes around, I will defend my company. I will defend brands just like mine because I'm working my ass off to make sure that we deliver the best possible products to the, to the market. And I take tremendous pride in it, tremendous pride in what my team does and tremendous pride in my work. And if somebody inaccurately makes accusations just for the hype or for the likes, uh, I will always defend my company. I will always defend companies just like mine so it's not only about me it's also about others that are unjustifiably being accused of something they didn't do well said well said and uh trying to pull up the advisory list to show everybody what the most recent uh, advisory list looks like and for some reason my screen is not sharing so i was just trying to show them that hordenine and igenamine are not on there anymore um, so I can pull it up here real quick. My camera stops being stupid. Uh, let's see. Is that working? There we go. All right. So dietary supplement ingredient advisor list. One four DMAA five alpha. Five alpha hydroxy laxogenin, laxogen, however you want to say that. Andarine. Never even seen that before. What the hell is that? Zarn. Okay. Uh, bismuth nitrate and methyltyramine, octopamine, sodium tetrachloride, chloroate, and solbutamine. Oh, see, I love this ingredient, solbutamine. Uh, 
I'm a fan too. <laughs> that are linked together. It's really good for uh, like mental energy and, and focus. Something across the blood brain barrier. I think uh, Steel is, has used it, if I'm not mistaken. There's been a couple of companies over the years that yeah. have used it. It's a great ingredient. Yeah. Boom, right there. Follow ingredients have been removed uh, from the advisory list because based on available information, FDA has determined the ingredients are new dietary ingredients for which an NDI notification is required and have not yet been submitted. So uh, they are, they're not on the advisory list, but no brand has submitted an NDI for them yet. So gray area. another step. Yeah, it's still a, a gray area kind of thing. It's been used enough. Um, but, I mean, to, to get an NDI and to do that, I, there's a considerable burden of proof that you have to complete, pass, however you want to look at it. And I, I don't know what company's willing to put in that kind of money and time to, to create one of these things. Maybe maybe Papa Jared at High Tech will do it. <laughs> it's funny, one three DMAA is not on here anymore. Yeah, that was, that that surprised me too. Yeah, DMHA is not on here. Maybe uh -huh. they just outright banned them. That's why. Hmm, that's curious. I mean, listen. Um, I know. Uh, like I said, I manufacture with three companies, three main companies that I manufacture with. So. Yeah. Basically, CGMP company can and does use, uh, you know, area drances as well, you know, and, and juglins and stuff like that. They do yeah. use them. And, uh, you know, and again, the same channel, uh, I believe, made certain, uh, um, you know, re references to area drances, how it's this, how it's that. But the bottom line, you just basically endorse the product. I believe Performix, who's using it as well, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm pretty sure they manufacture in proper facility like i don't know the manufacturer but knowing aaron i'm pretty sure it's yeah. legit 100 i have no other reason to 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 say otherwise i trust the company i respect the company i respect the owner so you being an idiot when you're saying something <laughs> that you just endorse basically a product containing that ingredient but it's not even about that the bottom line is actually you know based on what you just said i wanted to you know everything is a discretion you can use or not use uh, any ingredient that you feel like, you know, obviously within uh, parameters of the law. Um, yeah. So one of the two, one of the three companies that we manufacture with, regardless of FDA, regardless of regulations, gray area, green area, whatever you want the fuck you want to call it, mm -hmm. they will not work with area drances, uh, yeah. juglans, hygienamine, hoardinine, anything gray area, anything questionable, anything. But that's not because they can't that's just because they want they just don't want to do it that's yeah. but you know i respect that they told me at one point like listen we're not going to do it the other two companies um they more than happy to do it they have no issues with it and i know and it's the ones that i manufacture with there are other two that i used to manufacture with they also see gmp mm -hmm. and they have absolutely no issues using it you know and so it's 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 basically put it this way do not make false statements or um you know or, or, or make accusations or try to you know or, or do something like a defamation of character of company when you do not know because it's a, like i said i can accuse you of something that you haven't done and i can potentially damage your reputation you know as a person as a personality you know i mean you're a supplement engineer if i'm gonna throw accusations that you're fake that you're not good that you just because i don't like you or because you didn't pay me 
it's very, very dangerous because what I'm doing right now is potentially damaging your reputation, potentially hurting your business that you provide for your family. Yeah. So if I don't like you, that's fine. But I should not make accusations and throw things that are simply not true just based on personal feelings. Because, again, I mean, you can punch me in the face or you can sue my ass. You know, either way, things can backfire pretty much because, again, you're feeding your family. So rather, if I don't like you, then I just should say, you know what? I don't like Robert. That is fine. But that's where it should stop. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mitch, no energy drink today, Robbie? I tried to behave, so just water. <laughs> Shane, what have you been... All right, so you mentioned three weeks here in the States. What have you been up to in the interim since you've been in uh, Jersey for the past week and a half, two weeks? My job. On a daily basis, are you going out and like... Because there's a bunch of companies in and around the Jersey area. I mean, do you go and meet with any of these guys? Or you just hanging out and enjoying the, the wonders of the Garden State? I mean, I probably work like I don't know, eight hours a day, and when you got a fit gym around that, yeah. I mean, it's very difficult to go do anything outside of work. Mm -hmm. So if I do, I have to really care about it. Such as when you said, "Would you drive three hours to see me?" I was like, "Nah, dude, yeah. I ain't driving three hours." But that's 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 not your fault. That's just because I got stuff to do. You know, you're such a highly productive entrepreneur. You know, I will, t I will attest to it because, uh, you know, he goes to the gym. He's very actually, you know, disciplined. I have to admit that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he works mostly. And today I, I mentioned to him, if you want to, I was hoping he's going to say no. And thank God he did say no. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I said, I can take you to Ben Francis Powerhouse gym. I told him it's about two hour traffic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was like, Yes, thank you. Who the fuck's driving two hours? Is it is it two is it an hour there and back, or is it two hours there, two hours back? No, two hours yeah, there, two, two hours, hours back. Oh fuck! I mean, to be honest, either way, I would have said no. But no, dude, that's ridiculous. It's too long. I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, that's basically roughly, I would say, six I, hours. I would out rather of your day. I would rather train at an average gym for an extra hour than spend an hour to two driving to a fucking gym because of its whatever mystique. I'm good. I don't. I mean, I got some time on my hands, but usually, if I find that time, then I usually just go take Nikki or Ava somewhere. And uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, if I come and see you, Robert, it's it's it's, it's you or Ava, and I mean, I mean you're just not as cute. It's, it's not your fault. I mean, my daughter might beg to differ. She might think I'm cuter. I don't know. You know. We just lost your sound, Shane. Nope. For everybody listening on the audio stream, Shane is making all kinds of weird faces and pointing at the camera, making obscene gestures our way, very derogatory hand gestures that are insulting me. <laughs> When he, when he touched the mic, there was like a bit of a noise, something. Yeah. He just killed his microphone. Now he's got to order a new one. There you go. Is that better? That is much yeah. better. Fucking hell. Yeah. 
Eric, where's Lucas? Lucas, there's uh, some time difference right now because the state's got on uh, daylight savings time. So, is he an hour earlier though? I'm not sure. Um, it wasn't really clear. We're, we're away, but we went one hour ahead, and he stayed behind. So yeah, no, it's probably one hour back. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah. I I was under the impression it's earlier because when when daylight savings changes for you guys, my country goes the other direction. Yeah. He may so, have had some family obligations this this week, and with the time change and stuff that weren't ending at a certain time. Yeah, so. I thought I thought the time change was what he was talking about. Yeah. But I thought yeah, maybe it was earlier. Yeah. Mitch, come to PA. We can go cow tipping. <laughs> I, I I don't want to be rude, but, but what the shit is what the shit is PA? Pennsylvania. Oh okay. There's a lot of things you can do in Pennsylvania. You can go to Scranton and see the office setup where they film the office. Okay. Robert, I explain this to you. I work for maybe eight, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. I go to the gym. I eat. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to do much else other than that. The cop thing could be your workout for the day. You knock them over and then you have to deadlift them up. I mean, that just... No, dude. That sounds. That's no. Look, no, if I not, if I can do if I can do something outside of what those things, then yeah. yeah. But it has to be pretty damn tempting. Well, you have a, a cell phone, correct? Yeah. Okay. Can you can you tether internet off your phone to your laptop so you can work? So Nikki could be driving, and you could just work in the car okay. while she drives. Neither you. of us are driving in this country, and secondly, I'm not. Work, my laptop slows down my efficiency. I'm, so do you I'm always work that. at a desktop? Do you ever work off a laptop? I mean, obviously, when you're at the Arnold, you're working off a laptop or something, but you prefer to work at a desktop? No, nah, Robux on my computer. It's a... Uh, I don't know how to explain it if you don't really know what it is. It's sort of like a box-sized computer. It performs as well as, I guess, a high-end laptop or like mm-hmm. a moderate-range P- uh, desktop. But I can just unplug that. My screen's portable. My keyboard and my mouse are Bluetooth. So I can just take it with me and set it up, and it's like, I don't know, fits in a backpack pretty easily. So is it like a, it's not a Mac Mini or something like a Mac M1 or something like that? Probably like that, but a little probably a little bit bigger. And I've added a few things to it to make sure it's not shitty. So it actually can you say the name of it so I can look it up and see what in the hell this thing is? Oh, so it's, it's, if you're looking at the name, it'll be called a uh, Intel Nook. There's other versions of it, like. NUC is probably the name. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So my one of those is like the the premium version, which is better than any laptop that I could have afforded. Yeah. There you okay. go. This is, yeah. So it's about the size of like a farmer's fist. <laughs> no, not my fist, like a real man's fist. <laughs> and then... Uh, um, yeah, and I can just pack, I mean, it fits in, yeah, there you go. Oh, wow, that is compact. And it's quick, like, huh. quicker than most laptops. You'd probably need to spend a few grand to get a laptop as quick as that one. But, yeah. I mean, I most laptops are scaled up with graphics, and since my work is primarily on yeah. typing and internet and run through the cloud and a lot, yeah. the graphics doesn't mean it's supremely powerful. But mine, I've added a several things to mine to make it a little bit better yeah. but i get my and my screen is uh, portable so i just it's my screen pretty much slides beside my laptop and i just carry that with me fascinating 
And the screen's okay. powered powered by the computer, so I don't need a, an adapter for it either. Ah, okay. So, yeah, it's a pretty compact setup. That's... I mean, how big is it? It's a relation to an iPhone. What, how much bigger? Oh, never mind. Here we go. Body of it. Four inches by four inches wide. That's about right. Inch and a half high. Damn. Mine's a little higher. It might be two inches. Yeah. But that width and height and length are about right. God damn. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This is. I mean, I wasn't even aware like there were Windows machines. This is how far removed from some of the tech stuff I am. I didn't realize. I knew. So this is what the Mac Mini is. Mac Minis is pretty much the same, but as far as yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like theirs is more designed to be slimmer, like a more, right. yeah, theirs is like a more petite thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the PC side can scale things, like they have gaming versions, they have high performance versions, Yeah. they have ones where you can plug in a graphics card, mm-hmm. whereas the Mac one, I'm assuming, from what I know, it's sort of like a, like a, you know, singular version and not probably designed to replace a full desktop and stuff like that. Oh, they, they, oh look, they, they got they got some ones. There you go. They got, yeah, they got, I mean, like, I'm you assuming can, if, if they can run Final Cut Pro, I think it must be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, with the with the unified memory that they have and some of the other things, especially with the new M1 chips that they have in there, and I just started looking at some of the stuff, you know, not too long ago, just because I got I finally have a decent monitor here. I asked TJ the other week. I said, "Hey, man, I just need a, a monitor that's a little bit bigger, but I don't want to spend you know five hundred dollars on a monitor because I've got a." The laptop I usually do all my work off of, or the you know, is a, a twenty seventeen uh, fifteen inch or fourteen inch MacBook Pro, and so I've had that since twenty seventeen. Uh, Apple stuff. You can't stand it. No. Uh, sorry. I mean, it's just it's like just the equivalents are always obviously you, you you pay a little more for the Apple stuff, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it, performance probably similar in some aspects, but like. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like uh, Ben Hartman, how he's like, oh, if this thing gets cheaper, I'm just going to put something else in it to make up for the... the that's pretty much me. So even right. if like it's only saving me a little bit of money, I'll just add more in it to get more out of it. Have you ever used Linux operating system? Or I have. Windows? No, I've used Linux. But you, you, the downside there is applications like Photoshop don't really... Right. I mean, I don't know if they've changed that, but... Linux was always limited on. I mean, I I only use Photoshop, Illustrator, um, and a browser. Mm-hmm. So everything else is pretty quick. But yeah, this machine handles stuff like a champ. So I'm pretty. I'm, I'm mobile. That's what this one designed to do. Efficiency yeah. is key. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, last last nerdy tech question. Do you like a mechanical keyboard or one of those really low profile like quiet keyboards? Because I know you're a gamer sometimes too, so. I love me a mechanical keyboard. Yeah. But, um, they're fucking loud. And I remember I saw someone came out with a silent mechanical keyboard, and I was like, that's cool and all. Yeah. But I would have bought it for the sounds. So I have a mechanical one at home. Mm-hmm. But when you have Bluetooth wireless keyboards, um, yeah. the mechanicals are obviously not. Yeah, you know, they're a little more expensive and they're a lot harder to find. So yeah. I went with a slimline one for on the road. If you and ever are looking for one, I got this is a Bluetooth one. It's the Keychron K2V2. I think. That thing's fucking giant. I mean, you do you want a mechanical keyboard or not? It's a 75%. I think they make a 65% one. This is the 75%. So it's a regular size keyboard without the number pad on it. Yeah, it's like my one. It's but, only 80 no. bucks. I think 75, 80 bucks. 
Some of the old ones I was looking at, it's like 150, $250. I'm not paying that much for a keyboard. I want the mechanical, you know. Yeah. The one I have at oh, this. the one I have at home. That's why you would have heard my keys before when I was at home. Yeah. That's uh, I think that one cost me maybe 150 because it lit up, and I was like, yeah, I got to buy the lights. Of course, that's what I got to do. <laughs> but I'm on the road, so it's all about being quicker and making sure I get my shit done. And I probably upgrade this one. Uh, I think the new generation's coming out this year, so yeah. There you go. Okay. All right, we'll transition away from the nerdy tech speak now and back to our, our regularly scheduled programming. We went With a lovely hello from Puma Supplements, Computers. Now we're going mm -hmm. back to Supplements. Hello, Brooke. Jojo, Thor or Eddie? Oh, yeah. Any background on this for the listeners that may have no idea what's going on? There's a fight between Thor and, uh, Thor and Eddie Hall. It's a boxing match. When is it taking place today? I it's thought today. it was. Yeah, I know it's soon because I remember they had like a press conference thingy. I think it's today for some reason. I think so. I mean, I don't really know how it's going to go, but I would have thought Thor would be. Oh shit! That's to, that's today. Yeah, today. Is there a Where is it? Is it in the US? Because neither of them are from the US. <laughs> I actually, for some reason, think it's Dubai. I don't know why I think it's Dubai. Yeah, it is. It is? Okay. Is that what I said at the bottom? Actually, if it's Dubai, it would have already happened. Dubai, duty-free. Uh, tennis stadium in the UAE. And there's UFC tonight, too. Plus, there's time. more madness going on. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, there you go. Time. Eastern time. Oh, it's two hours. Yeah, you got a uh, uh, one hour, one and a half hours from now because it's going like, to be three o'clock by y'all. I feel like the uh, how they got them face to face in the poster is a bit a bit misleading because I'm pretty yeah, sure Thor. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thor is like a head taller. Than <laughs> well, Thor is what six foot ten or something, and Eddie Hall's five foot nothing. Now Eddie Hall's pretty tall. He's tall. Like you may not think it because he looks short compared to the other guys, but I've seen him. Six foot He's... three versus six foot nine. I thought Eddie Hall was something like 5'11 or something like nah, that. Nah, nah, dude. It's only because all the... It's kind of like how on, like on basketball teams when you see a short guy and really he's like 6'6". Six, six. That's true. Yeah. I remember someone telling me they saw him at Body Power when we were there one year. And they're like, I was like, well, you see him? Because isn't he quite short? And they said, no, that dude's over six foot. I was like, holy shit. That's a beast. That is. That's a real man. He got them. He's got them farmer hands. Free on Seji.tv for anybody that wants even, to watch it. I don't even know what that is, but I'm going to watch it. There you go. I would I think that Thor. I would think that Thor would have the advantage. Yeah, I mean, the, the reach alone, man. If he's six inches taller than Eddie, and Eddie's wide as a house, so his reach is probably yeah. going to be very limited. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, unless Thor's got like monkey arms like I do, so I'm I'm five foot eleven. He does, but he my wingspan is seventy five inches, like and and seventy five, seventy six. If I from, you know, fingertip to fingertip, so it should be like your height is supposed to be pretty close to what your your wingspan is, and so that's another like six seven inches I can stretch my arms out that. But compared to Eddie Hall versus Thor, I would have thought Eddie's quite broad right. Thor's still broad but he's taller I don't know he's I would think that Thor would have the upper hand but I don't know yeah. 
Uh, yeah, either, I mean, I feel like they're going to both be some pretty powerful fucking bunches. I wouldn't yeah. want to get hit by either of them. Mm -mm. <laughs> you got any predictions, Rob? I mean, <laughs> apart from the fact that it's a bullshit fight. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I would pick Thor. I don't know. They I mean, said they I, have the same reach? Fuck. I, I, I would say Thor. Do you see JoJo's comment? He says they have the same reach. How is it possible? Six inches in height difference, and they have the same reach. If there was anybody I was going to say who had tiny arms, it was going to be Eddie. Thought that means Eddie Hall's got monkey arms and Thor has T Rex arms that are gonna be like doing. doing I mean, it's hard though because they both got dynamite deadlifts, so they obviously don't have short arms, right? <laughs> Apparently, Eddie's got six inches. Is a that's a deficit. That's does that mean that Thor's deadlift of 501 was even more impressive? <laughs> must be. Uh, I'm trying to see if they have their. I wonder I if they. I can't. I, I, don't, I don't believe. I mean, I could. Look, I, I might be wrong. They might have the same reach. But I find it very hard to believe that someone separated by six inches has the same uh, reach. 80 inch reach? That means Eddie Hall's got some serious monkey arms going on there, man. I mean, the difference is, is that, like, Thor still has to reach down and he can clip the top of his head. Eddie yeah. still has to reach up, so it's probably going to be a little harder for him either way. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't. I don't see how they have the same reach. I, I find that hard. Yeah. Maybe they measure. Maybe they measure from the neck, because Eddie's got some giant shoulders, and so maybe it's. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, stats including height and weight for boxing fight. Yes. Yeah, look at a reach that is reportedly eighty inches. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe they wanted to make it seem more challenging, so they yeah. said they both have 80. But look at that height. His shoulder. Yeah, right there. I mean, I might be missing something here. Maybe maybe there's some secret techniques that, that they know about that I don't. Uh, okay. That's Eddie Hall's numbers. I would love to know the weights of these guys. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at 80 inch reach. Uh, I don't know. Look at that picture. I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And he's 313 pounds. What did Thor weigh in at? But Robert, if they did like a, pounds? who? Oh, at the height of a strong man day. So yeah, I was gonna say because I remember right. they both came down. Hey, Robic, if everyone was equal experience, obviously the person with the higher reach might be considered a more of a favorite, right? If everything else oh, is equal. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe they just wanted to make it sound like, you know, maybe a little fairer, like Thor's not going to whoop his ass because they have the same reach or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'd like, uh, I'd like Hedy Hall to win just because he's badass. But he's got a he's got he's got a mountain to climb. Yeah. I like I like this big biggest deadlift as if it matters. <laughs> <laughs> Calories per day. 
again if it matters. Well, no. Now look, two different articles. One said he was six foot seven. The another thing said he was six foot nine. This one said six foot two. The article said six foot three. So, I th- you know what I think? I think that um, fuck. I hate to be that guy, but I think it's all bullshit because I think yeah. I don't think it's like really regulated. I don't think it's like really <laughs> legit. I think it's purely entertainment and business to make money. They maybe don't even really dislike each other. I think this is just like make believe kind. I of reckon like, the fight will be real. No, I the the fight gonna, will... I'm pretty sure the fight's gonna be real. And I know they both like, really dislike each other. But they need to sell this. Um, so I think that, you know, if they have to adjust the numbers slightly to make it more fair yeah. or something, I don't think they would hesitate. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that either. The fight definitely is going to be real. Because I know they dislike each other after the whole strongman history thing. Adam. I like that fax machine icon you have, Adam. That's, that's pretty awesome. Logan Paul's fight with... Uh, Mayweather showed how much of a difference Reach can make. I did not watch it. I didn't watch it. Did you watch that fight, Robbie? I know you watch boxing sometimes. Or slap what? fighting, whatever these two doofuses did. Mm, not that one, no. It seems to be the sport to go to to, like, settle things. Like... I feel, ah. like it kinda, I feel like it kind of diminishes it when you get, like, two strong men who can deadlift half a ton. Like, you know what? We hate each other. Let's sort it out in a boxing match. It's not like they're going to play chess or get in the MMA cage. They're like, let's do boxing because, you know, even if you're not that coordinated, you still might be able to... Holy shit. What's up, Lucas? Hey, sorry for being late. It's but, cool. um, there, there's... Yeah, there, there were some issues because uh, not only with time, but also... My friend took under his wings a family from Ukraine and they arrived like yesterday. So we had to help him out with like setting, setting them up and like, you know, trying to, you know, uh, also like help to translate. Because one of their uh, children, he, he couldn't like, you know, he, they doesn't, they, are, they were like an old pair of people, so they couldn't speak English nor Polish. But they're like their son could speak English. So, you know, I, I could like translate a bit, you know, and try to, you know, communicate with them. So, yeah. So sorry for sorry for that. And I apologize to all the listeners for, you know, for not yeah. being on time. But uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, we, we, weren't, we weren't doing much anyway. <laughs> just, like, just like we never do we're just talking about shit and no. fighting with people that don't fight yeah. okay Eric, Eric Schwartz was concerned about you he asked where you were Lucas so we said there was a little bit of we we thought you had some family stuff going on and we said that there you know there's a time difference so that could have you know shifted things or whatnot why are we're glad to hear to have you regardless why why, why your head is bouncing why you're not head bouncing? yeah where's your video Where's your camera off? I've got I've got a halfling crawling around in here. It's easier. Oh, it's so good. I, 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 I have her crawling all the time. Bro, yeah. that, that's, that's not kind of problem. You can you can be. I thought it was just because you know he's on a he's on a he's on a Mac or an Apple, so maybe the camera broke or something. No, but it is weird. I have to <laughs> plug it into a certain port. So all the apples, 
have really good. They only have those USB C ports. Yeah, the my camera and my microphone's USB A. So you have yeah. to have these little dongles and converters and adapters that plug in everywhere. So it's there's a mess of wires off screen. Yeah. You know what? That that question from Adam regarding uh, Paul uh, Logan Paul and and Mayweather or comment. You know, it says that it showed how much of a difference Rich can make. But I mean, let let's be honest. I mean, we can't really we can't really classify Logan Paul and Mayweather and put them in the same sentence. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just uh, I, that's the reason I, why I didn't watch it. I mean. This this is not a fight. This is uh, this is pure entertainment. It has to be. I mean, it has to be. It's probably uh, somehow fixed. You know, I mean, Mayweather is a multi-millionaire over the age of forty who loves the hype. He loves the money. He loves the entertainment. This is an entertainment spectacle rather than calling it a fight. I mean, we are talking about arguably one of all-time greatest. I mean, greatest in what he does. The guy had over 50 fights, professional fights, and he won all of them against not just, you know, mediocre boxers. We're talking about best of the best elite legends. And then you have a, a YouTube guy who is great at hype. He's great at entertainment. He's great at marketing. Um, the fact that he's taller, I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are taller than Mike Tyson, who was only like 5'9 or 5'10. But how many people would really want to fight Mike Tyson? I mean, not even prime Mike Tyson, just Mike Tyson in general. I don't even think two, three guys that, you know, at the same time would want to fight him because there are serious consequences. And the, the fact that Mayweather is smaller and shorter. I don't think that it makes a difference when somebody with three fights fighting basketball stars or whoever the fuck he was fighting. If you can call it a fight, it's, you know, it's entertainment. It's pure entertainment. I mean, do you really think that Mayweather, again, arguably one of all-time greatest, fighting a complete nobody and the fight would go to the decision? I mean, Mayweather would probably finish him in under a minute. And I mean, finish him, punish him, knock him the fuck out, regardless of the fact that he is shorter. The mainstream people, you know, considered this a fight and they're the ones who paid the pay-per-view and made millions for them. That's not a fight. I mean, that's not even, you know, that's, I it's think. A spectacle. That, it's a spectacle. That's exactly what it is. It's a circus. It's a spectacle. You know, I mean, you have a guy who is training at the gym, lifting weights and has big biceps. But, I mean, what are you going to send them against uh, fucking Big Rami? That's just, you know, it's idiotic. Yeah, I mean, maybe for entertainment purposes and to get a few laughs, but nobody who is serious about the sport, anyone who knows about the sport, would take it seriously. So I think, you know, I mean, Logan Paul fight Madweather shows how much of a difference Rich can make. Not in this fight. Yeah, no, I mean, if we were talking about maybe Lennox Lewis fighting Mayweather, yeah, that, that would make sense. But uh, this, no. Saeed, can I ask questions? Absolutely, and you just did. If you got any more questions, keep them rolling. Logan, I mean, you never know with Eddie since there's actually that much of a height difference. He has easier angle for a jaw hit knockout yeah. and a better angle for liver hits especially with Thor's anabolic abuse, it could be deadly. He fought a tall boxer when he was just a newbie and won by getting those two spots over and over again. 
Yeah, live or shot, regardless whether you lose on the bollocks or not, it's no fun. Um, you'll feel it. <laughs> I don't think anabolics are going to enhance the pain or not. Liver shot is probably worse than any fucking thing. I mean, people are always talking about punches to the face, but uh, I'll take a punch to the face any day of the week rather than getting punched in the liver or, you know, getting kicked in the leg. That's just a different level of pain. There are a lot of people who can take a punch to the face. I mean, unless you hit somebody on the button and he goes out and he's knocked out, you know, you can tolerate the pain. But when somebody takes your leg out with a kick or somebody punches you, you know, straight uh, straight to the liver, you're not standing. There is too much stims in my liver. So <laughs> your, your liver probably is immune to anything. It's not going to feel it. <laughs> my liver is called caffeine. <laughs> Logan, definitely agree with Robbie. Liver shots are awful, and you feel them for a while. Uh, yeah, hey, by yeah. the way, did you guys uh, did like picks who will win today, tonight? We had a question about uh, Thor versus Eddie, and I, I forgot that they were their boxing match was still going on. Uh, so, who do you have? Do you have any? Uh... Yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. Who do you got? Go ahead, Robbie. I got. I got Thor. Me too. But that's just for fun. I mean, it's it's hard to judge because we're basing it on reach, we're basing it on technique, and these motherfuckers, yeah. like, I don't think anyone this big has ever probably, like, you know, faced another person this big. It's, it's, it's an unpredictable situation. And I bet they're both fit, but I, I don't think they're going to be realistically, like, that fit. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd watch it. I'm glad it's free. Sorry, I don't, oh, I don't know if I'd pay free? for it. Yeah, it's for free. Yeah. What I don't know time? if I'd pay for it, but 4.30. We'll okay. have to stream it. Yeah, it's in an hour and a half. Yeah. On Seji.tv. S-E-G-I.tv. Yeah. It's just one of those things, right? Like, you feel like it's got a lot of hype, and then you'd watch it. So I, th I think I've said this before. Like, when we have... Because rugby in New Zealand is very popular, and I always watch the All Blacks. And then you see like another country play that's not very prominent sport for them, and I just can't watch it because I'm like these guys are so shit. Like, and it's just it's just hard to watch. I like watching like good performing games. Kind of the what is it? Is it the NCAA thing that they do here for for football? You're talking like about the, the college football playoffs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know what it is. Like, I just can't. I've, watched, I've tried to watch some of those games, but they're like, I don't know what it is. They just can't pinpoint it, but they're very different from NFL games. I don't know what it, like, maybe it's just, everything seems just to be like way faster and more intense in the NFL. And then yeah. like, in, I don't know. Adam, maybe. I never really liked the idea of Eddie versus Thor fight. I don't either. It's, it's just, I, I, and Adam says, I don't really, I don't want to see either of them accidentally end up carving in the other man's skull. Well, I don't think either of them have enough technique oh. or or desire to, to go through and do that. You know what? And everybody thinks that these big guys hit hard. Uh, <laughs> in most cases, actually, they don't. It's the little guys with that speed and precision that hurts. And they like, they, they will take, I, I don't know. I mean, 
it, it, I think that, you know, for an average person, I think it's very entertaining. We all want to see it, just like we, you know, back in the day wanted to see Schwarzenegger fighting Stallone, I guess, you know, something like that. It's very entertaining. It's cool. The idea is amazing. But you know what? Those are actors, and these are powerlifters. It's, uh, it's entertaining on paper, but most of the time it ends up being a joke. I want to know the result. I don't, I don't want to watch it. Me too. Yeah. Saeed, advice for a 26-year-old guy. Uh, advice regarding what facet of life? Career, personal, job. relationship, financial? Find, find, find a good woman. Settle down. Maybe maybe invest in a house. Get a mortgage. Plan for children before 30. If we're talking about supplements, so yeah. We need, we, need, we need some more input. There we go. Simon says, the only big guy who transitioned well to fighting... Was the Polish pulverizer <laughs> Mario Pujanowski? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Jojo, this oh. is your first and only warning. Is this, this the, is your is first this, and only is warning? It, is this a shot against your team? I don't this know. Is. I don't, okay. It's your one and only warning, Jojo. Another disrespectful remark like this will get you permanently banned. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what team I was watching. They were wearing like purple and yellow or some shit. <laughs> Fuck all you guys. I don't know. I just know that you wear that stupid fucking shirt. Saeed, a flyweight champ versus regular guy who's 6'4 and well built. Who's winning? I really don't, I really don't understand what he's asking for. Yeah, I thought he wanted to know what a 26 year old guy should do. No, I'm, he's asking uh, a bunch I, of questions. I appreciate the variety. I don't know. This is kind of a confusing question. Did you, did you think this is like a bit odd that 26-year-old guy asks us what he hey, wants to do in life? Lucas, he could be 60 for all we know. He just asked what a 26-year-old should do. He didn't know. He didn't say it was yeah. him. Maybe he's just getting into fitness, but we need a little bit further clarification. You know, Maybe he has a son. Go to forest or master <laughs> In, I think in a fight, a flyweight champ versus a regular guy who's 6'4 and well built. So assume the 6'4 guy is like 250 pounds. And the flyweight is what, 150? He would still get his ass kicked. Uh, mm. Are we talking yeah, like man. a street fight? A street no, fight sure. of a 150 pound guy versus a 250 pound guy. He's talking I mean, about a champion. I wouldn't underestimate a champion, man. I wouldn't underestimate them no matter what the difference would be. I wouldn't underestimate it, but I still think the big meat of a man has got a. At least he's gonna. He only needs to put a couple of hits on that little, you know, little flyway dude, and he's gone. That's if you. That's if you can get any. He'd probably break your fucking leg or some shit, or just get you on a choke, and he'd be on your back, and you wouldn't even know where the fuck he is. Have you seen these guys? They move fast, man. Yeah, I was thinking a flyway can't boxer, not a. a uh, I was thinking of like a of an MMA, MMA UFC guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a different story. I was assuming boxing. Uh, I don't know. But again, see, that's what I find weird. I feel like boxing's become that sport where people, of celebrities do it, and now it makes it like feel like anyone can kind of do it, and it's like diminished the champions a bit. Yeah, I'd agree because I mean, this is you had all those the other YouTube uh, jackasses and, and bodybuilders challenging each other. Yeah, yeah there was. And stuff. I don't understand that. But it was because I remember I was at a park like before I left, and it was um, quite crowded, and there was these two. I don't know. They might have been ten. They might have been fifteen. I don't fucking know. Now having a conversation, these kids they were like, "Man, who do you think the best YouTube boxer is?" And I was like, "There's so much wrong with that question," yeah. but the fact that he said it, I was like, 
Like he just classified them as something else. Like they're not boxes, they're YouTube boxes. Yeah. We don't care about the real best. We care about who's the best of YouTube. And I'm like, this is, I feel bad. Yeah, for, but, for boxes, but I think, but... I, I think it's a different generation. I mean, look at the question right yeah. now that Adam is asking, you know, these guys are swinging <laughs> like telephone poles. That does not make them a strong puncher. That's not how it works. Or I don't know. I feel like that's weird. No, it's uh, he's, he said he said he said a regular guy at six foot four. Yeah. A regular guy ain't swinging around a telephone pole. He yeah, is, yeah. It's, yeah he's not who's building. I mean, you know, assuming he, he lifts at least. Yeah, but a well built guy. Number one, well, well built means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well built is actually a pretty much. And the funny thing is, Shane and I talked about it today. Um, well built means absolutely nothing. And in fact, the the bigger you are, the slower you are. The slower you are, the less powerful you hit. Because the punch, the power of punch comes from speed. Speed and precision and technique. And the hips, it's not your the size of your hands. It's not the, the size of your fists. It's not the size of your muscles. It's the hips. It's the movement. That's how you generate power. It comes from the movement. And that's how you generate speed. Uh, I actually trained with somebody once. Uh, our instructor was um, a kickboxer who I think competed at 135 pounds. He was tiny. The height was like 5'5", five, five maybe, and he was 135 pounds. You did not want to get hit by that guy. And then we trained with somebody who came to train with us. He was a powerlifter slash bodybuilder, actually a national level competitor. I guarantee you, if he punched you in the face, you would be okay. His punches felt like little slaps because it took him so much to swing. By the time he landed a punch, it literally felt like a slap. That's not, how, and, and that's the reason why people, you know, average, like the boxing fans and real fighters, they make fun at this. Uh, they, they laugh because they know it's complete ridiculous bullshit. Uh, if you watch a heavyweight champion, kickboxing, actually legend, he still competes, but a little bit past his prime. His name is Badahari. Uh, he's this skinny, tall guy. He looks like, you know, he couldn't hurt a fly. He's just a tall guy. <laughs> or barely has any muscles. <clears throat> I highly suggest you watch one of the YouTube highlights of his knockouts. The guy hits incredibly hard. He's so aggressive and he's so fast and he's so good. And the guys that he knocked out were twice, three times his size. I mean, he's tall, but he's extremely, extremely powerful. Um, the size of muscle, and that's the reason why they make money and because they're able to fool the people. People are watching like, oh, look, Thor, he's huge. You know, he's in movies and he's a strongman and he can pull cars and trucks. In a real fight against fucking Mayweather, he would get embarrassed, like literally embarrassed. He would get smoked. It would not even be close. And even, you know, you ask any real fighter or a coach, they're going to go like, I'm not even answering this question because this question is absolutely insulting. You know, you don't put a chess player against a swimmer in a swimming competition. You know, I mean, there are levels to this. Um, there is definitely skills that takes years and years and years to develop. Um, the power is actually very, very much natural. Somebody who deadlifts a thousand pounds does not mean hits hard. And anyone who is from within a sport or understands will know that, you know, that's not how it works. So I guarantee you that today, who's going to be watching the fight? 
probably powerlifting fans and probably you know mainstream people and i'm not saying that it's the fight's not going to generate hype and 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 money it will but it's not not going to be even anywhere near you know where it's supposed to be you can even take mma uh kamaru usman is currently ufc middleweight champion uh middleweight i think middleweight no he's not middleweight Walter weight he's 170 pounds champion and he just challenged uh i think uh canelo for a boxing match and his manager said that he's gonna knock out canelo in three rounds i mean they're both fighters but kamaru usman stands absolutely no fucking chance it's different sport even though it's still combat sport but i mean there are levels to this there are skills and levels one is a wrestler that can punch the other one is a professional multi-title in different division uh, boxer who only lost one fight a decision to mayweather which i don't think is really embarrassing and who is a legend but even the fact that you know even dana white who is a promoter for ufc and kamaru usman is fighting under him even he said that's just a joke it shouldn't even be a discussion because it, it is a joke it's an absolute joke um so for real boxing fans real martial arts fans real fight fans these fights make absolutely no difference they're actually a little bit insulting because you have somebody like uh you know the paul brothers they making millions while you have real fighters who are barely making anything and you know can embarrass these guys but unfortunately that's business there is hype there is demand and that's how it works so i respect the business i respect the hustle behind it but i think comparing like real fighters i mean real fighters to mainstream power lifters or mainstream you know uh, actors or whatever it's just ridiculous agreed hey by the way changing subjects because we are talking about like bullshit, like boxing and all other crap let's talk about supplements all right so uh this week i was uh talking with a few of my buddies and we have a discussion because shane recently had on his podcast jim from mutant and he introduced uh, the arnold's uh flags food which is his newest like meal replacement products which is really decent and honestly i was i was surprised and impressed at the same time you know because nowadays we don't see that much that type That's of amazing. product yeah launching plus with you know you need to appreciate that you know they put like a huge emphasis into like you know ingredients they are using in this product as well as like you know the macro profile and so on but i wanted to ask you and you know discuss this subject do you guys think that nowadays you know stuff like rtds which is like well meal replacements you know in powder form do you think that you know people are still demand them and you know there's still a, a place uh for them in in our industry or do you think it's like uh it's just like a you know basically waste of waste of you know time and and money and so on what's your thoughts on that and i'm also like you know talking not only like new replacements but you also put in this category let's say you know gainers and so on because as you guys know you know in the middle east and so on these products are selling like a hotcakes you know and you know it's they they are still 
super demanded and even like some brands are doing uh a special batches just for the regions you know yeah because they are like so 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 demanded and so on and i still even like from my perspective i can i can tell you that you know like newton's mass is still probably one of the best selling products in in, in poland and so on so so yeah what's your take on it so you're meaning like the uh like the i guess the the protein powder alternatives like the products that are like meal replacements gainers that kind of add more to protein right yeah correct i mean i i think there is important i buy i buy a gainer if i if like uh, what's his name um if i'm in a place for a while i'll grab doug's one because uh, his is my macro balance um or i'll grab dedicated's gainer I won't do it like the full serving, but I'll scale it down because yeah. that's, that's usually my post-workout anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that someone who's not as calorie restricted as me, or sorry, carb restricted as me, they'll be they'll be doing much the same. I think they're just, just as important as, um, arguably more important than any other category outside of like, I guess to be honest, I, I kind of see it like how you got pre-workouts and you got stim-free pre-workouts. You got protein powders, then you got so there's there's added carb, added macro protein powders. It's a huge category, and there will be people who will always want something specific for their diet. So mm-hmm. I just, like I mean I feel like because the lean gainer when lean gainer started coming out, kind of blurred the lines between meal replacement and lean gainer. But to be honest, I find those more suitable for me than like a mass gainer because I just don't see an occasion at least for me, where I would want a thousand calories in a single meal. Because my meals are the same regardless of time of day. So the only time I would be doing that is if I was doing a thousand calories in my other meals. And that ain't going to happen. But I can can see the purpose. I can see the reason. Um, But I would, like I said, I think they're as important as a stim-free pre or a like a performance pre or a high stim pre. Just variants on protein powders that will fit certain audience but you can obviously get sometimes they're exaggerated when you get like those 2000 calorie gainers because someone who's eating 2000 calories a meal isn't going to be probably buying one of those but yeah um, so let's say let's say you are the owner of the brand would you put like this kind of a product in let's say your top five priority list for like releases as far as like products or you would put it like uh down on the list oh no i wouldn't be no because like you because to be like i said i feel like gainers and meal replacements are a spin-off of the protein powder category mm-hmm. just like stim free and like stackable pre-workouts are spin-offs of a pre-workout so i would consider it like my second go around so i'd do an amino i'd do a weight loss i'd do a protein i'd do a pre multivitamin i'd cover all the big ones and then I would go back around and like do a plant protein again. Thing I'd fill out. Yeah. I would make sure I have something in that category first before I then go and offer something else in that same mm-hmm. kind of space. That's just me. Like I'm not a strategist. But again, if I was in the Middle East, shit, probably one of my first ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd release a, a protein and then a protein XL. That's but then it also comes down to where you are because obviously some places can't release oh, yeah. pre-workouts yeah. as easy as we do here. So 
yeah. protein sometimes is might be all they have. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Robbie? Personally, yeah. What about you? I, I think that it comes down to personal preference. And I think uh, just before we started, I think, or, or no, I think we were already on air. Robert and I discussed uh, some of the pollen products that, you know, um, that are, uh, you know, maybe have certain similarities. I know it's not connected, but uh, just follow what I'm saying right now is I think that there is, like you said, it's very, very popular in Poland and in Eastern Europe. So that already creates a demand, right? Yeah, of course. I, I think that, you know, d despite the fact that maybe something that you, who is using a lot of supplements, and I'm who is using a lot of supplements, you and I might not, uh, you know, take certain things, right? And Robert mm -hmm. and I just covered the fact that, uh, you know, I don't use every Apollon product. I don't, you know, I would be a liar if I said that I did. Not because they're not good. I mean, clearly, I think we're putting out great products. But I don't use everything, and I think that from a brand per, brand's perspective, if you can cater to the needs of different markets and different people, then why not? You know, I don't think that anyone can disagree with it. And if they do, they're just being stubborn and a little bit selfish. So I think you can cater if there is demand and if there is market, go for it. Why not? M. Enva. Hello from New Jersey, not so garden state. Adam, there's definitely a place for meal replacements. They are thriving in the tech gaming market, and there's definitely room for someone to make one more focus on optimization than simply macros. Yeah, my, I, I can see having a balanced meal replacement, kind of like Shane was saying with the core one, and I think... Uh, Tiger Fitness has a pretty well-balanced gainer one or, you know, meal replacement powder. The problem is these powders start getting really expensive. Whey protein is already expensive. If you're using a quality carbohydrate, like a cluster dextrin or maybe even oat powder, oat powder is probably not that expensive. But if you start putting in things there like MCT oil powder, and if you really want to optimize it for tech and gamers, then you're looking at stuff like CDP choline, pine bark extract, blueberry extract. All these things start adding up, and you're going to have a $100 tub of powder that you're going to sit there and is it is it really worth i mean is, is the average consumer the average gamer going to actually go and buy those um that's where i wonder with these things I, that's why i don't see them as being commercially viable at least from our spot here in the states um you, you know you, or like you said it might you know you know um i, I don't know if they still do it i'm not sure but uh, species nutrition when they came out um they released like little plastic containers, like um, they, they, I think if I'm not mistaken, they were like see-through con containers. So they were just pure, uh, plain plastic containers, very cheap. Um, you know, they, they were not really marketing appealing or anything. And inside, I think there was like a scoop. I think it was a scoop of uh, isolize, uh, the protein, right? So uh, I think it was like 16 ounces. So all you had to do was just add water, shake it right in that plastic container and, and drink it. Uh, to me, it seemed like, yeah, well, whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, the it was pretty expensive. The wholesale price for it was um, somewhere around maybe $2, maybe $2 and a quarter. It was expensive. So uh, most, uh, whoever was selling it, I think the retail price for it was like about four bucks. So, I mean, so you're getting four bucks per serving of protein, even though it's high quality, but still it's four bucks. 
And I remember we used to sell them as well. They were not really popular uh, because, you know, people would rather buy the whole fucking container and, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Just get the scoop or two scoops, put it in a shaker bottle and you're good to go. So for me, it was like, what the fuck? But surprisingly, there were a bunch of people, very, very few, that would come to a pond and specifically ask for a couple of cases of those because they found them extremely convenient. Yeah. To, me, to me, it was like, the fuck are you doing? You know, it's a waste of money. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's business. And I think you can always find your consumer buying the most ridiculous, stupid shit that to you makes absolutely no sense. Uh, but from a business perspective, again, if there is a market for it, if it's worth it, then go for it. Ironically, I don't know if they still do it because I haven't seen it in years. So maybe it wasn't very popular, which I would assume it wasn't. But at the same time, there were people who wanted it. You know what? There's there's a, there's a brand here in Poland, uh, Track Nutrition. And yeah. They were, yeah, I know them. Yeah, and they were selling also like a, a plastic bottles, mm -hmm. like from 300 to 500 milliliters. They were empty. And they were inside. There was just like uh, one scoop of their protein. So basically, you you could like fill up the bottle with let's say water or like milk, just like shake it up, just like just like species were doing. And you had like a shake, you know, in, in a bottle, and you can like drink it up. And you know, there they were like also selling them uh, with you know with high demand. Just because, like you said, they were like super convenient, you know. So yeah, that's why you know there's it's something that you probably would never buy. Yeah, you know, if 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 I would be in a pinch or like let's say I would be on the road or something like that, and I would be like, you know, lacking in protein or something, then maybe yeah, if if this would be the only thing that that's on the sh that's on the store shelf, that, then yeah, man. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, as you said, you know, I would rather like buy a bigger container, you know, and and simply go go with that, you know, travel with my with my let's say, you know, a shaker two bottle and, and a two pound container, right? I mean, that's exactly. what makes sense. That's what I would do. But I remember the guy who was actually buying it from us on a regular basis. You know what he would do? He said that he uh, because he traveled a lot, he would get like you know. A dozen or two dozen of them and he said that made sense to him it was very convenient and he would take them on the road anywhere so i mean i see the point especially if you have money and uh you know then and you go for convenience then why not mm. this is the product to which adam was just referring ctrl meal replacement for gamers uh 20 servings per container two scoops 280 calories per serving six grams of fat 33 grams of carbs, 5 grams of fiber, uh, 2 grams of added sugar. That's actually not terrible. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. 23 grams of protein. Uh, got a full complex of minerals and vitamins, but that remains to be seen. Let's see if they're actually using quality sources of those. Uh, see, this is a, the, one of the big problems here. Your second in is maltodextrin. So right here, it's going to be in... You know, to your point, Adam, you said it's a it's a pretty shitty formula. And so you're getting some really cheap weight concentrate here with maltodextrin, an extremely cheap filler carbohydrate that's not going to do much for you except leave you feeling kind of heavy and bloated. Uh, not 
Pat dry milk, acacia gum fiber. That's <coughs> cereal pieces. That's nice all the way through there. MCTs, oat flour, whey protein isolate bar gum, xanthan gum, sucralose, lactase to help with the whey protein concentrate. So that's good inclusion. Ascorbic acid, vitamin C, sodium molybdenate, protease to help. Uh, zinc oxide is a poor form of zinc. You know, it's got very, you know, five to 10% bioavailability. Uh, do they even have magnesium in here? They have manganese. No magnesium. Yeah, there's a little bit of magnesium. What form are they using? Cyanocobalamin is the cheap form of that. Manganese gluconate. Uh, I wonder if the magnesium is just naturally occurring from whatever is in the oats or other foods here, because I don't actually see uh, magnesium oxide or anything like that in here. Uh, so that's a pretty big miss in my opinion is that they don't have a decent amount of magnesium. And that's one of the most common nutrient deficiencies. Um, vitamin D 10 micrograms. What source of vitamin D are they using? Colocalciferol. Okay. That's a decent form. That's the good form that you want. Yeah. I mean, this is like you said, it's, it's a very mixed bag and really this is a multivitamin with protein and carbs in it. This could be done a lot better considerably. Uh, maybe somebody like G Fuel can come out with that or another gaming brand. My protein did it, uh, did one. I can't remember. I don't think this was like supremely bitter. Their meal replacement or is it specifically for gamers? Yeah, gaming. It was under the gaming brand command. Um, I think it was called Revive. Command, self-revive. Boom. Yeah. I don't imagine, I don't think theirs is like as, like a much better, but then for me to be honest, like, uh, oh look, it's calorie free. Oh no, there you go, there you go. Sorry, I didn't load. Um, 50 calories. 37 carbs. 25 grams of that is sugar. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, see, Nine the thing is, is, is like, I feel like this is one of those things because like G Fuel obviously sells like crazy, right? Gamers love yeah. it and you have better options out there, but they still love G Fuel. I mean, it you're, you're just using it to get a bit more energized and focused for gaming. Yeah. So I feel like we're taking a very sports nutrition approach to something that gamers, will, they'll want a meal replacement. Yeah. But I, I don't think they're going to take their detailed eye that we want when it comes to nutrition. They're probably literally gonna have similar eye to what they have with G Fuel and gaming products that are very simple and straightforward to this. Yeah. Not that they shouldn't have better forms and like better ingredients and macros, but I just don't think they're probably gonna care as much as we would. And right. I think G Fuel's I think G Fuel's a great example of that. Or energy drinks are a great example of that. Like you'll probably buy energy drinks to fuel gaming and stuff like that and there are gaming energy drinks. My protein is one of those as well. Yeah. But I just feel like that we care more because we're looking for performance and results and stuff like that. Theirs is a different purpose. Theirs is gaming, there's meal replacement because they don't want to like stop gaming to go and eat or something like that. So you want to keep it. I don't know if they're doing it to like perform better or, you know, make sure you get your your protein intake yeah 
But it'll yeah, be the same. Way as... too much pure sugar. I mean, you're you're essentially drinking a can of Coke with a protein shake for this taste, time. But it tastes good. I bet, I bet it, it tastes, tastes great too. But I mean, shit, you can find Actually, a better carb source. Yeah. See, I don't know, because my protein comes out with pretty strategic stuff. Right. They tend to pick their stuff pretty, pretty carefully. Mm-hmm. The fact, and this has been out for a while. So yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it would be the same as if like someone from the gaming industry looked at us and they were like, "You spend sixty bucks on a focus formula." Like, yeah. they might be like, Dude, "What are you wasting your money for? Go buy a bit of this or a bit of that." I don't know. I just we have a different like end goal as than a gamer would. Yeah. No, that's only... a great point, Shane. You, you are you excel. Shane and I were talking about uh, the four of us on the podcast this week when we were walking around the neighborhood and I said, uh, you, you can always kind of put a different spin on it than that. The angles that, you know, the other three of us could typically take with certain I'm not things saying that, that I, I'm not saying that like I would support it. Like I would probably pick yeah. a solid focus supplement, but I can very easily see like the simplicity being appealing. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. my whole power tool thing, a builder would probably give me a thousand reasons to spend a hundred dollars more on a power tool. But I'm like, fuck you. I just want something for 150 bucks. That works. For like three days. That's so. I mean, I can see how some of these because that control brand has been doing quite well. Mm-hmm. I think they're like two years old. Um, and then my protein, obviously, they're a gaming meal replacement, so it might be something that catches on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Simon says, "Haven't used too many the meal replacement gainers, but love Jumbo by SciTech." Yeah, man. Was that the Not green tub? Even. I think it was. The, it was like a yeah. dark green, electric yeah. green. That's the one. Yellow of Europe and their colors. <laughs> they also have uh, they also have the orange one. Yeah, the bright one. The bright the bright the bright orange one. If you walked into a like a, a store that only had Cytic and a store that had twenty different brands, you would probably see the same variety of colors. You need you need to have shades, you know, when walking to the store. <laughs> the, the the colors were so bright, you know. And the and the lids you could you could do your makeup in them. Yeah, they, they, were, they were chrome and gold. Oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> the chrome <laughs> on top of the lids. Yeah, man. I don't. I'm pretty sure they still do them. But Big Bang had the gold lid. Ah, oh. and it was embossed. And they had like those really big ridges on them, like the Olmex containers. So oh. like, you know, yeah, your fingers never slipped. Not that that was a problem, but yeah. You, you, you gotta have secure lid. Jojo, your thoughts on if they should just let everyone in Olympic sports be allowed to take whatever they need to be the best, excluding the health aspect? I mean, sure, I'm okay with it. Mm. You know, people can do it if they want to. I mean, the, the, pretty much the game, the the Olympics aren't just a bunch of amateurs showing up to uh, go compete in it. Now people train for years and years and years to go to the Olympics. So I think it's kind of turned into almost being another sort of professional sport where you, you know, you're not just getting like the men's college basketball team, like what they used to do. Uh, you know, they would just take whoever won the NCAA championship for men's basketball here in the States. And that would be the guys that were on the Olympic team. And then, you know, shit went sideways against the Russians uh, in the USSR back in the eighties. And then they had the birth of the dream team. And so that's, you know, when Jordan and Johnson and Larry Bird and all those guys came. So, you know, do you, do you think if they allowed drugs in the Olympics, do you, do you think that, uh, well, I guess, sorry, do you think the main reason they're not 
not that they're probably sitting over each week being like, should we do this? But like bodybuilding, I feel like is a good example of what happens when drugs are allowed. Like they mm -hmm. can, they can go to the extreme, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if you allowed that to be applied to every sport, don't you think that it would result in like a lot more people just pushing the boundaries to literally deadly levels? Not that that's what bodybuilders do, but like, don't you think, because there are people who do it now where they'll compete in the Olympics with like, you know, if you run once more, you might never about to walk again. They were like, fuck it, I could get a gold or right. like you might, you know, one more punch to the face, you might never be able to like see again, they'll still do it because they want to get gold. I'm just saying like, guys that already pushed themselves pretty far in the Olympics. I feel like you put drugs in the mix, you might get a whole like, there'll be people who do it responsibly. But if you allow it, when don't you think it'd just be like, yeah. people just go fucking nuts. And I mean, yeah, I think it's there's there's a really interesting line. Because I've thought about this just with professional sports here in the States with stuff of at what point do you take away the, the individual responsibility and choice versus yeah. trying to govern over the sports welfare? And I'm, I mean, nobody's forcing you to take the drugs. If you want to compete at the same level, then you're going to kind of want to push the thing. So it's, yeah, it's a very interesting and tenuous, uh, line to walk. And you yeah, could, you well, could, um, oh, sorry. But, but, but the truth is, I, I, I think that Robert is right. You know what? We're talking about freedom, 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 freedom of choice and everything else. At the end of the day, drugs been used in sports for decades. I mean, we're talking about even, you know, if we're not going to go to early 20th century, but let's go to like uh, the 60s and 70s when Soviets, and not only Soviets, but Americans too, like every time, the Russians are taking all the heat for using anabolics and stuff like that to excel in sports. But the truth is, it wasn't just the Russians. All that technology, somebody was a little bit more advanced, somebody less. But it was the Germans, the, the Russians. I mean, the Eastern Germans were very well known for it. Uh, you had the Eastern European, <laughs> had Americans as well. Everybody used drugs. Now, um, sports were exciting. You know, I mean, it's not like you take a pill or you take a shot and all of a sudden you're a fucking ninja or a Superman. It doesn't work that way. You still have to train your ass off. You still have to diet. You still have to be um, religious when it comes to, you know, to, to your workouts. You have to have certain genetics also to perform at a certain level. You know, everybody's born different. And I'm not advocating the use of drugs, but we're talking about what Robert said, you know, uh, personal, uh, you know, moral responsibilities and freedom of choice. And when somebody tells us what to take, I mean, uh, take a tub of assassin and, you know, uh, you can buy it tomorrow. Uh, how can I prevent you from taking fucking five scoops at the same time? I mean, it's very, very possible that somebody out there would do it because somebody's just an idiot, you know, or not educated enough or not. It's not my responsibility to raise you and to teach you values that that falls on your parents and it falls on you you're responsible for yourself if you have high cholesterol levels but you decide to eat fucking red meat for breakfast lunch and dinner um who am i to stop you what is more uh, dangerous you will be taking uh, some illegal substances but illegal by who you know if you take even today's sports technology right there are some drugs that are okay by FDA standards, but are they banned by WADA or USADA or somebody like that? So every governing body, every you know state, every country makes up their own rules, and they decide not even based on on science. 
it's mostly based on their personal preference, their beliefs and whatnot. So they decide for you what to take, how much to take. Um, you know, but it's not like people in the 50s or 60s or 70s were dropping dead like flies. You can fuck yourself up by taking over-the-counter supplements. You can abuse over-the-counter supplements uh, very easily. I've seen people who are taking three, four scoops of protein, resulting of taking 75 to 100 grams of protein in a protein shake, which is completely unnecessary. And yes, it can be harmful. Um, so... I, I don't know. It just it seems like it's a very, very fine line and nobody, I, in my opinion, should be able to tell us what and how to take. You know, bodybuilding, if you take uh, the drugs away from bodybuilding, are you really going to go and watch bodybuilding show? No, you won't because you want to see the biggest, the meanest, the scariest, the most ripped guy on stage. I mean, the four of us, we don't really look like anywhere near the elite bodybuilders. All four of us work out. But yet, you know, when the Olympia is going on, we are like, yeah, this guy came a little soft. Uh, really? <laughs> we judging? Who the fuck are we to judge? You know, I mean, he, he looks nothing. And we don't look anything like it. There's a lot of work that went into it. But nevertheless, I mean, it's okay for us to judge because they're doing it to be judged on stage. So we're looking at them. But what, what it takes to be on that level, it takes a lot of drugs. It takes a lot of uh, hard work. And, you know, and there is a reason why the natural federations where guys look uh, nowhere near the same are not very popular. Why? Because, you know, they're not that big. They're not that ripped. They're not that impressive. You're not going to talk about them. You know, and the funny thing is, is guys that are screaming that they are natural, they probably have a poster of Ronnie Coleman hanging in their room and they're worshiping him like he's God. It, it just comes down to, I think, personal preference. Um, everybody is responsible for himself. Everybody should be responsible. And we are talking about freedom other than taking somebody's lives or taking somebody's, uh, you know, livelihood or taking somebody's, uh, possession, meaning stealing or, you know, or fucking somebody up for absolutely no reason, causing bodily harm, everything else. I mean, it should be your personal responsibility. You should be responsible whether you want to put a certain drug in your body or not. Uh, you know, I was in Holland numerous times probably close to i don't know seven eight times or something like that drugs are legal in holland i mean certain drugs like you know like pot and stuff like that the coffee shops are everywhere uh prostitution is legal red light districts have everywhere red light district hookers and whatnot not once did it even cross my mind to go and get myself a hooker not once that it crossed my mind that you know what i want to get fucking well i'm lying right now i actually did get high once i wanted to experience it so i but even that i still don't know how to inhale i don't know how to smoke so i had those one of those brownies once and it fucked me up i tried it you know it was funny it i realized it's not for me never done it again so the bottom line is i made my decision i made my choice however even though drugs are illegal in in new jersey I'm pretty sure if I really wanted to, I would be able to get out and get cocaine or heroin or whatever. I mean, I think it's possible, but I make that choice not to do it. I mean, we are, you know, raising our children to make choices and we try to, you know, to, to put certain values in them. You know, like Nikki and I talked today where she said, you know, Shane and I are trying to raise our daughter a certain way, especially, you know, we're heavy on manners and stuff like that. Am I right, Shane? I mean, that was the discussion, you know, so you are programming your kid to be a certain way. 
you putting certain values in her head. You're trying to raise a good person. Uh, and I'm pretty sure part of that is also to make, you know, decisions. Uh, and um, it boils down to that. So in terms of Olympics and stuff like that, you can ban anything you want. At the end of the day, they will find a way whether it's going to be a designer drug. And if you find that designer drug, there's going to be another designer drug. And you're actually pushing them to come up with some really shady, possibly harmful things. So I don't know. I, I think it's up for debate. And I think that there is no the right or wrong question when it comes to it. It's more, more of a moral responsibility and you kind of have to live with your own conscience. But when somebody tells you what to do and what not to do, how to train, how to eat, I mean, where do we cro uh, stop crossing the line or, or draw the line and saying, okay, you know what, maybe it's my body, my choice, and maybe I should do whatever I want with it. I mean, it's, it's a very gray area subject, I think. Logan. Hey, Lucas. I wanted to ask you, why you asked my opinion of a amoxipine last week? Have you used it before? I was just curious because, yeah, I, I was waiting for uh, for myself. Uh, it arrived like last week on, on Friday. I started taking it this week. So, yeah, due to the, due to the fact that, you know, Logan is like, you know, tried a whole bunch of nootropics and so on so I, I i thought you know to ask him his opinion but uh yeah i was just curious but i started it taking uh i'm taking like one one cup per day it's like 125 milligrams and honestly i'm loving it but i don't want to say say that much you know due to the fact that you no know, you know, it, it's not, I don't think it's a legal substance in many countries. So I just want to like leave it that way. But, but yeah, the, the experience, the experience is, is just on a whole nother level. And I got to say that, you know, it puts you in a great mood in like 10 minutes after you're taking it. And basically, you know, it doesn't, doesn't give you any side effects. It, it's not like. It doesn't make you drowsy. It doesn't make you like you know uh, go to. It doesn't like tired you up. You know those kinds of things. It basically keeps you in a great mood through the entire day. You know so uh, if you're if you're interested in something like that, then give it a go. He's asking, how is it with stems? Does it help balance things out a little bit more? Yeah, that's yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If you let's say if you overdose on caffeine or something like that, it it gives you this much smoother experience. I would say it it works uh, a whole lot of better. Uh, like, because if you for example take a uh, theanine and, and caffeine, you get this smooth experience, right? But at the same time, you know when it comes to like theanine, it can like put you in a in the bad, you know, you feel like you don't feel, you don't feel like you know energized. You feel more like you know you want to like go chill and relax. And with amoxifene, it's it's completely different because it 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 it's, it still keeps your energy on a on a good level. It gives you this 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 nice. Uh, 
this nice energy you know you, you you are you're super happy you know you want to you want you want to do shit basically you are staying productive so yeah i would i would definitely give it a try if if you if you never if you never used it but but yeah it's it's something that i just i, I just wanted to you know give it a go just like with bpc 157 you know i also tried it and and I noticed a whole bunch of benefits, so so yeah. That's basically it. I'm a lab rat, so I, I like to test test stuff on, on my own. So yeah. yeah. Uh, last call for any comments and questions from uh, you guys checking out in the audience. Jojo, no. stronger by science. X Tre Eric Trexler and Greg Knuckles touched on pre-bedtime protein and said that there was very little difference in digestion timing between casein and other proteins. Yeah. What are your thoughts? As a matter of fact, I was listening to this podcast. Can you give no? a summation of what they said? I haven't listened to it yet. I'm a couple of weeks behind on their podcast. You know, I'm not like, you know, also like a huge listener of their stuff, but, you know, Today, uh, when we were doing some some stuff uh, at my friend's house, you know, he uh, uh, he started to listen to it again, and he wanted to finish it up. So we decided to to listen to it, and they basically touched, you know, the you know the, the aspect of like taking uh, protein pre bedtime, and you know, is it is it necessary to take casein or is it is it also cool to, you know to take other like other fractions of protein you know before bedtime and is, is there like a huge difference and honestly you know there is not much and the studies also showed that there is not 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 like a huge difference if you like ingest let's say whey protein or casein so Honestly, I also I also don't think it doesn't matter. Uh, so, but of course, you know we all know that you know ingestion of like casein in it it gives you like this this higher rate of of uh, digestion uh, throughout the night time. You know, but but as far as like you know uh, whey whey protein isolate, it can spike super high and you know put you. In, uh, super fast to the to the lower peak so yeah you know what i i i, I would say i i disagree with this to to an extent uh you know at the end of the day you know uh some people when they say protein is protein i i can see the point in it i can definitely see and i'm talking about whey or powder protein i'm talking about beef chicken eggs all that you know obviously those are the building blocks of muscles blah 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 recovery protein is necessary for your muscles all that is well established and we, we know that but at the same time we're talking strictly between eggs and uh, casein and and whey there is a difference uh is it tremendous no because it's protein you know protein is protein obviously it helps maybe there is a difference between certain concentrates because you know of the amount of actual protein that your body is getting but other than that if we are talking about the high uh, you know high level of proteins like casein like uh, isolate or concentrate 80 percent or egg protein those are all high quality proteins but nevertheless the digestion rate is different 
How much different is it like super, super significant? Not necessarily, but there is a difference. And there are actually studies behind it that support that, uh, that support that evidence, you know, they, they don't adjust at the same rate. The, how satisfied you feel and how full you all, uh, you are, and uh, that means with your, not necessarily appetite suppression, but how, um, you know, how you feel after, you know, like you, you drink a protein shake with, with isolate, you feel hungry, like probably within an hour or so. Uh, that's a fact. That's a fact, you know, besides any science. There is a reason also that pure isolate in most cases, and I'm talking about not mixing it with milk or adding bananas or peanut butter. I'm talking about just pure water and pure isolate. Isolate in most cases is very, very watery. Uh, and you feel like you just had a fucking flavored water and that's it. But, uh, casein creates that fucking thickness and it's definitely richer and you're going to feel satisfied and full for a lot, uh, for a longer period of time, for sure. Uh, there is also a reason in bodybuilding that whenever, you know, it was advised to drink an isolate post-workout for like, you know, quick absorption and stuff like that. It was pretty much, uh, advised by almost every guru and uh you know and nutritionist to go and have a meal about an hour later because isolate was pretty much like it runs through you pretty much instantly that's also a fact uh so all those things they do add up and it's not necessarily you know so black and white or it's protein you know they're all about the same because they're not the same they are the same maybe when it comes to aminos and maybe when it comes to protein amount and maybe when it comes to source uh, of nutrients yeah, I have no problem with that. But the way they feel, the way your body responds, the way they taste, the way the texture is, the way your body feels after consuming them, all those things taking an effect, there is a difference. Uh, how much? Maybe it's individual choice, you know, uh, and everybody can go with that. But uh, no, they're not uh, nearly identical. There are differences. I mean, I think he, what I think what Greg and Eric may have been touching on, I need to go back and hear the whole podcast. But they're saying, like, in the end, like, as terms of muscle building results, does it matter if you have casein before bed all night versus cottage cheese versus a, a whey protein shake or something like that? Yeah, obviously, we know that there's taste and texture differences in different amino profiles. But in the greater context of rotating your, do you need to stress about you absolutely have to have a casein shake before bed? And if you have a whey shake or you have a bowl of Greek yogurt or a piece of steak, is that going to preferentially bias your gains in positively or beneficially provided you're consuming enough high quality protein throughout the day no i think that's what they're getting at and that is really yeah, not much but the, yeah but the way it's worded like i said i would also like to see the podcast but the way it's worded it's not exactly the way you said it robert you actually explained it in more like uh scientific and common sense way. the way this is worded is completely different and there is also a reason why you are right you know taking any source of protein that's exactly what i said Taking any source of protein is better than not taking protein at all. Uh, you know, I mean, you can live on chicken, you can live on steak, you can live on whey protein. All that has been done and it comes to personal preference and choices. And at the end, yes, protein is protein. But going from a pure, slower digestion, yes, you do want to, you don't want to, uh, especially if you're a high level athlete who requires his body to be in anabolic kind of state you don't want to go six or eight hours without any protein in your body even the way you wake up is different and there is a there is a reason why you know upon waking in the morning or before going to bed uh athletes do take uh human growth hormone uh because it's highly anabolic in your sleep as well there is also a reason why um 
even 10, 20 years ago, uh, somebody like, say, Dave Palumbo, who I have to admit is very, very knowledgeable, he wasn't advising taking casein before bed. That kind of came a little bit later. But he would advise to add fats, healthy fats, to, uh, to an isolate. And that's science. That's true. To slow down the digestion by adding fats to your, to your protein, which is also pretty much you know, a given and very, very uh, obvious thing. But the difference between isolate to state that they digest about the same, because that's what it says right here. And I'm just going based on that. I didn't hear the podcast. I didn't listen to it. So I can't really argue it either. I'm going solely based on this. Uh, is there a difference between isolate and casein? Yes, there is a difference. How Probably, significant? That's no, Probably no one says that, you know, there is, there is not, not a difference between like weighing protein and casein because there is. Locus, it's right in front of you. I'm just reading right what's in front of me. That's the only thing I did. You're not, paying yeah. attention to, that, yeah. you're, not paying, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. Pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm going based on what I'm reading. I did not see the podcast. I don't know what they say. I'm that's not making quotations. I'm just reading the sentence. And I, like, I, like, I like to answer the question that is in front of me, not speculate. All right. Adam. Casein from A1 dairy also activates your opioid receptors, so there is a chance that it could be helping people sleep for that reason, also in combination with it being slower digesting. That's possible. It'll really create a, a slower release of aminos into the bloodstream. Um, I mean, red meat before bed. Red meat's got a very slow digestion time, too. Uh, so that it could be, you know. By the way, by the, by the way, Robert, that's a good point. What would you suggest if somebody wants to ingest something that is slower digestion before bed? Uh, if you had a preference between casein and red meat, which one would you, I don't know, recommend is probably too strong of a word. Which, which one would you prefer personally? Me, I'm probably just going to, if it's something that like the end of the day and I'm tired and I just want to go to bed. I'm just going to slam a shake. I'm not going to sit down and eat a piece of steak or anything like that. Um, some people may want to eat a huge steak and then go right to bed and they'll sleep fine. This is one of those uh, individual variability things. So what, what are they going to, some people may just want to have, you know, a glass of a big glass of milk, um, you know, go back to their childhood days or something like that. It's, uh, you know, do you like to go to bed with a full belly? Do you like to go no. to bed with a somewhat empty belly? Um, how much protein have you had during the day anyway? I mean, nobody says you have to eat something, immediately before sleep. Uh, otherwise, you're going to lose all your muscle overnight, provided you've gotten enough protein in the day, you'll be fine. Yeah, and I, I agree with you on that one, because I think that sometimes the emphasis is a little bit too too great on that. I even know some people who would set up an alarm for like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. to go and have a meal or a protein shake. I To me, it seemed a little bit too much. I'm not saying it's wrong, because you know, I, I guess, like you said, it's a personal preference. But at the same time, would you would you think it's too much or do you see a point in it waking up in the middle of the night to have a shake yeah i i don't i wouldn't recommend that no uh just because that disruption of sleep let's say you, you've per precisely set your alarm to wake you up at three thirty-seven in the morning what happens if you're in one of your deep REM cycle sleeps at that point and you've just kicked yourself out of that to go have a shake and then it's going to take you an hour to fall back asleep i mean that's you're you're you know robin peter to pay paul on that instance it's do a better job of getting your calories in during the daytime. And you don't have to worry about that taking a shake in the middle of the night. Do you think there is emphasis on eating too much uh, 
do you think that uh, a lot of athletes are eating way too much and putting way too much emphasis? Because I know for a fact people that eat two, three meals a day and they look fantastic. They look absolutely amazing. And there are those who are like literally walking around with an alarm clock and eating like every two, three hours, putting like extreme emphasis on meals. And those are the ones who are waking up, I guess, in the middle of the night too. But it seems like to me, like where do we draw the line between science and obsession? Yeah, that's that's the individual thing. If you're setting a timer and you're, you're if you are not a professional bodybuilder and you're setting a timer to go off every two and a half hours to have a meal, you're you're getting way too mired down in the minutia and mental gymnastics. That's my opinion, at least. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Logan, been thinking of getting Picamelon to try to balance stems, but that might work too. I'll get some epoxamine soon and try it myself. I don't think of picamelon so much as a calming thing as more of a, uh, but I guess, yeah, I consider it more of like a energizer kind of nootropic. Necessary, so, yeah. But, what, what, isn't it banned? Uh, it's gray area. Oh, it's gray, gray area. area. Yeah. Because I, rem I remember everybody used it in pre-workouts a couple of years ago and then all of a sudden, boom, gone. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the one that people used and it was gray and everyone got warning letters on it. Yeah, they did. It says right here, it's a drug formed by the synthetic combination of niacin and GABA. It was developed in the Soviet Union in 69 and further studied in both Russia and Japan as a pro-drug of GABA. In Russia, picamelon is sold as a prescription drug. Well, there you go. I think everyone does gray area until they get the warning letters. And then right. Uh, and then I think they're just kind of like, hey, guys, yeah. too gray. This move. I don't know why. I just remember it came out. I think it was around the time that... Um, About five years ago, I think. Nah, it was longer than that because ProSubs had it. ProSubs used 2015, it in... 2016? I yeah, FDA was... sends out five warning letters over supplements December 2nd, 2015. I know we had it in the first hole again, so that was 2015. I think we took it out in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I remember a lot of guys taking it out around... I thought it was Ooh. earlier than that. Is this was ProSubs one of them? What does it not say? Trying to see. Anyone is still using it? I haven't seen it anywhere. I've seen some no. European dudes, but yeah. Yes, that's Europe. There you go. Myochem nitramine, applied nutraceuticals, top secret nutrition, pump igniter. Yeah, that's one I tried it. And nitramine, but I have I tried both of these back in that time. Right. Oh, Myochem. Oh, my brand of the year. There you go. I haven't done much since, but looked pretty mm -hmm. cool back in the day. Applied mm -hmm. Nutraceuticals, another one that's kind of disappeared. Yeah. Interesting. Adam, unless you're trying to be a competitive open bodybuilder, it's probably more beneficial for people to take advantage of the fasting period while sleeping to maintain optimal insulin sensitivity. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We will uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that other good stuff. Uh, you got a question for a future topic of conversation on the podcast, uh, leave a comment down below. Send an email to the supplement engineer at gmail.com 
or hit up uh, Shane, Robbie, or Lucas at their preferred points of contact. Uh, and for a big, just hit up, sweet, just hit up, hit up, hit up, Robert and, and Lucas. I'm, I'm okay. I'm busy. Fat discount. Lucas, uh, Lucas, you just implied that you and I do nothing. No, I just <laughs> said that you should hit them up. Wait, 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 wait. There's, there's a comment coming. I don't think we have a co time for Shridhar's comment. <laughs> Remember to subscribe to the Stack 3D podcast and notifications, everyone. Ouch. There we go. Thank you, Shridhar, for reminding us. Is that the only comment from him today? No, no he, he said something at the very beginning. Yeah. Right when, when Shane signed on, Shridhar said hello. So furthers my suspicions that Shane is Shridhar. Yeah, dude. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's not no way to convince otherwise. <laughs> I need to do a podcast with Shridhar. I need to have him sitting here. Okay. He can leave at the start, after the start. He just, just, just to prove, motherfucker, that he's that, that you full of shit. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got, I have a loyal fan. Just deal with it. Okay. Wingman. Yep. Jojo, my personal question to the protein discussion. From my understanding, if you have to choose the most optimal choice and you had to take protein to meet your needs, casein would be the go-to choice before bed and waking up to work out fasted. Yeah. That or red meat since it's the slowest digesting. So. All right, gents. Thank you one and all for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll catch you all next time on The Final Scoop.